0: To another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Now's the time to help us out, and there are so many ways you can subscribe, leave us a review, share your favorite episode, become a sponsor, or do all the above. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, NYC, and visit theatorthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Reunited and it feels so good. It's the first proper drag race reunion in ages, and the Queens of Espana are doing it right. Queen Supreme Deluxe brings back her girls to spill all the tea we've been waiting to hear, or will they? It's time to talk all things drag race Espana reunion. And together again for the first time is the beautiful of hadless Jeremy Torres. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm very excited to have you. How have you been enjoying drag race Espana?
1: Oh, I've been living and loving it. Um, I don't know, the season of Drag Race, specifically for Espana, they have been bringing the looks. That's all I have to say. They've been bringing the looks and the talent.
0: (laughs) It's kind of crazy to me that, yeah, there is a lot of Drag Race going on in 2021, like way too much. But this is one of the best. This season is excellent. And it upsets me that there are so many people sleeping on it because they're watching other Drag Race seasons.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I definitely had to convince a few friends to start watching Drag Race España. Yeah, they don't they don't speak Spanish. It was like, there's subtitles. Just follow along. Exactly, exactly. Good, you'll be good.
0: Yeah, and 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 from what I've heard, I don't obviously speak Spanish, but the subtitles are matching up pretty well with what they're actually saying. Unlike with uh, Drag Race Holland, which was apparently not as good. Uh, they didn't do a great job with google translate but hopefully they'll do better next season which is in what two weeks already yeah. basically yeah <laughs> they <laughs> i need a
1: break they're like, they're like oh we're going we're going to go back to back back to back
0: <laughs> yeah well speaking of i have some drag news of the week to share um in case y'all been living under a rock drag race uk season three is coming this autumn are you ready
1: Am I, (laughs) I am, I am. I I think the Drag Race UK series, um, for me, it's different from the U.S. because I think it's more vulgar, um, (laughs) which I just love. Um, So I'm ready, I'm ready.
0: And you know what? The UK has given us some iconic queens. So I'm excited to see what this cast is going to be because they're they're good. They really have talent there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm ready, I'm just ready.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I have a friend, um, I've met many friends in England, but one of them, I guess, went to the um, United King Dolls um, performance last night. So I was like, oh my God, they're performing UK on live. I want to be there. I was, I was.
1: I saw that somewhere in one of my Instagram stories. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, why wasn't I there? Why am I not over there?
0: (laughs) I, I hope COVID calms down soon so like they can come here and I can go and see them because love it, love it. But we'll see. One day, one day. We're here to talk about Dragos Espana. You've been enjoying the season. I've been enjoying the season. For me, one of my favorite things to do with this show is learn the culture because there's not really an opportunity to learn about other countries' cultures. And they really are paying homage to Spain. Um, what was your... Um, Spanish introduction to the season like did you know much about Spain prior to Drag Race España
1: so no which was like me so so personal though like I'm Puerto Rican we know mm-hmm. just our Puerto Rican culture don't really like touch upon Spain and things like that um no. but I was just loving how much were just they're like we want you to know what Spain culture is from yeah. pop culture from art like we want you to know and for me i was living for it um so i think it was episode two um if i'm not mistaken um where they did the tribute episode um yeah, to, yeah i was just living for it i was like i need yeah. this in my life
0: yeah it's it's really cool because like again with all these international seasons you could make it straight up drag race u.s and just throw in american culture or you can make it And homage to the home country and that's what they've done so well i think better than some of the other um, iterations Mm -hmm. um because they all love spain so much and i hope the producers are gonna take some things they've learned from this season and integrate it into at least the home our home version because we need a bit of a freshing up
1: I think, yes, exactly. And okay, also what I love about the season two is like everyone's from a different part of Spain. Yeah. So they're bringing their own culture from their own city or town into Absolutely. it. Like, Absolutely. We're like a diverse set of folks with different, like, different things that we bring in.
0: Yeah, it, it's really cool. I mean, I, my geography of Spain is still terrible. I can't tell you where any of these places are on a map, but I can tell you... The cool things that they have there I guess I don't know it's it's really been a fun fun season and I'm excited to talk through this reunion with you because they gave us a, a, a show where we got to see all the good moments and there were a lot of them
1: oh there were so many and honestly I thought I thought it was so cute that um, when they were like going through the order of elimination how they were like yeah. talking to folks they were like here are your like lip syncs and like they went mm-hmm. off on them
0: <laughs> yeah well, let, let's dive in live from the Drag Race España catwalk. It's the season one queens, even the ones that quit because they're contractually obligated to discuss this, their decisions on the show. Um, and joining them is the hostess with the mostest, Supreme Deluxe, out of drag, taking a, um, a, a page from RuPaul. She's not going to get in drag for a reunion, neither is Supreme Deluxe. But Supreme has good fashion. I, I, I really think Supreme has been sometimes better than Ru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the Rue Police are gonna kill me now. But you know she's been excellent, and it's gonna be a look back and review style episode where each queen will get their moment in the spotlight, and even some behind the scenes clips. And we're gonna meet our Miss Congeniality, which no one saw coming. Mm. I was like, did, did they know? Did the queens even know they were gonna have a Miss Congeniality? Who voted on it? But we'll, we we'll, when we get there, we will figure out why that happened. But I think they all look fabulous and we're going to save the toots and the boots for the end of the episode. Um, So it's all wrapped up in one, but for those not paying attention, the, they are split up. The first five eliminated Queens are on one side, the top three and the other two eliminated Queens on the other side, keep things in order because maybe the camera people didn't know who was who. I don't know. Um, I sometimes like when it's like integrated because everyone remembers that season nine um, reunion where everyone's just mixed and matched and mm-hmm. certain people get to stare down other people. And that's what I love, but this works for me before they begin. Supreme has something for the final three. She whips it out of her ass. What is it? More Samsung galaxy Z flip phones. Didn't they just get one last episode?
1: I was screaming. They're like, everyone gets a Galaxy.
0: <laughs> First off, sell that shit on eBay. Who uses a Samsung when you can have an iPhone? I don't know. Maybe things are different in Spain, but no.
1: I was like, when I looked, when I saw that, I was like, wait, so you're giving me a Samsung and not an
0: iPhone? And and then we see Carmen, who's using it like a compact, and I was like, she can't even take this thing seriously. (laughs) I hope they sell them. It's
1: both a compact. It it It
0: sure does. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Samsung is a sponsor, and they're like, we want people to know our product. And you know what? They got us talking about it. So in that sense, they're slightly successful. Are we talking Mm -hmm. about it positively? No, not at all. Not at all. But... Did you notice how all the queens then seemed to have one? And were they just props because they were the sponsor, or did they all get one, but they just didn't announce it on the show?
1: Yeah. I yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I was looking at that. I was like, what did their first show? It would be like, hi, we're using it. And then, well, because it was a quick edit right after. Yeah. Um, now yeah. it's where the cell phones were gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe they all um, you know, tucked them in, but Supreme knows that drag race isn't easy, and for some, it was dark. But Supreme is bringing the voice of experience, and no, it's not poopy. Come on, AIDS jokes. We love it. It is the one, the only, Queen of Puerto Rico, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 5 contestant, Alexis Mateo. Are you a big fan of Alexis Mateo?
1: I am. I, ooh, ooh, when she was on All-Stars 5, I I was seeing her taking that crown. (laughs) yeah <laughs> but um oh my God, i thought it was so cute that they were just like you know connecting the u.s drag race with drag race hispania i thought that was like a very cute moment of just like welcoming, let like just welcoming into the rupaul drag race family
0: yeah alexis who has been doing the toots and boots with um nikki doll and they've really 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 loved this season and it was really cool to see alexis share some wisdom because yeah, RuPaul can offer her thoughts on what happens after the race, but she doesn't really know because she's the producer, the head of it. A queen like Alexis knows what's going to happen and, and hearing her experience, I think was really good for the queens and they all appreciated her too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, I was so cute to see them all like just like living for it. They were like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So what did the Queen of Bam have to share with the Reinas? Well, she welcomes them to the family, wishes them good luck on their journeys, and to always shine bright. And that is important because if you're not having fun, it's not fun for the audience. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to dive into the Queens. And Macarena was the first departure and probably one of the most unexpected. We get a montage of the Macarena's highlights, including her graceful fall in the mechanical bowl, her struggling creating a look with bathroom supplies, and the wig that flew her out of the competition—is her pussy trending? We will find out. How did we lose Macarena first? What is that the biggest travesty of the season?
1: I think it was. I don't think we got to see who she really was on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Drag Race, any Drag Race, uh, you're going to have a sewing challenge or here are some random materials <laughs> and create something. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did agree with, you know, the jury that, you know, great concept does wasn't well executed. Um, Right. I think when she lost that wig and that lip sync, when I saw that, I was like, Mm -hmm. it was done.
0: Now, the thing I said from that episode was another reason why she was eliminated was because Dovima would not spill the tea on her and Sagittaria. And as a producer, you know, that is going to keep you longer because they need that drama and they need to know what happened and we'll, we'll see if we get the reveal but once i heard that in, in the episode one is like macarena is gone this lip syncs over dovima is setting herself up and good for her she knows how to play this game mm-hmm. she knows how to be a good tv character
1: she was like i watched enough drag race
0: <laughs> exactly but how did the macarena feel being the first eliminated well It feels like eating an omelet sandwich with aioli right before a siesta, which I don't know what that actually translates to, but apparently it does not sit well, and it feels like when it hurts when you don't use lube, which apparently hurts as well. I don't know. I'm a top, so I'm not really sure. (laughs) Um,
1: As a bottom, I can confirm. That hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That hurts.
0: But the, the, the omelet sandwich... What what is that a Spanish delicacy? What or is it lost in translation?
1: That was lost in translation for me. I was like, Okay, what? And I think for <laughs> me, it was just like just I, for me, I think she was just saying a r- bunch of random things that if you put them together and you eat it, <laughs> it, it mm, mm, it's not gonna go. Yeah, well. it doesn't work.
0: But yeah, she is she is so funny, she's got a great sense of humor. And you know what? There are queens who get eliminated first, you don't hear for them, or they don't take it well. She took it well. And I think that is a great sign of the person she is.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Totally agree.
0: And as she says, she's glad it happened to her and not one of the younger queens so they didn't have to deal with the setback because some of the younger queens have some issues that they have to deal with personally. But um, no, Macarena was a great first eliminated. And you know what? If she's going to be the pork chop of Drag Race España, she's definitely going to be someone you'll remember for years to come.
1: Mm-hmm. exactly exactly i'm not gonna um, forget yeah. that i'm also not gonna forget Mm-mm. that
0: outfit. <laughs> nope or the name no who you're right who can forget the macarena um when was the last time you performed the macarena
1: ooh, um, <laughs> ooh.
0: wait till you get into drag and have to do like a drag roulette and you don't know the lyrics to a song and you're like well the macarena is funny and we'll do that i've seen many you a queen what? pull out the am I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna see it ha- i'm gonna i see that happening i see it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well next we said goodbye to the queen of the canary islands drag Volcano. we see her montage include her making her grand entrance strutting the runway taller than anyone and being eliminated by the spanish hannah montana um did she think her high platforms would be gone so early? She says no. She thought she'd last a bit longer because she has talent to spare. So this one, the Marcarina, really great, great attitude. Drag Vulcano, not so much.
1: No, I think she was just, I she's still bitter of the fact that she was eliminated. Mm-hmm so early in the game yeah. i yeah. thought she was gonna stay a little longer based on from her absolutely entrance look and mm-hmm. what she did the first episode um yeah i would but she was bitter she was bad she was yeah. mad.
0: like from a producer standpoint because i always bring it back to that she wasn't offering much of anything for anybody um she was very quiet very self um self-observant and it wasn't offering much to a story and i remember um my dear friend honey davenport would told me on the podcast that if they run out of storyline chances are you're going to go so you can either feed into it or get eliminated in a six-person lip sync um she knew her time was up because she was not feeding into the producers and she gets it i feel like drag vulcano kind of was the same thing because even her elimination episode they all mocked her for when she finally spoke up. Because mm-hmm. she was very, very silent.
1: Yeah, that, that on the behind the scenes footage thing, I was just
0: like. Yeah. Yeah. So Supreme says that she called out her castmates for not being as serious as she would have liked them to have been in the competition. And we see this unseen footage during the group rehearsal for the song. And Poopy Do- Dovima, Inti, and Arancha are having fun while. Drag Volcano calls him out for not being serious about the challenge. Inti just wants to have fun, but it's so dominating to see Vulcano out of drag, but still in the platforms towering overall for them as she's berating them for not taking the group project seriously. I mean, we all know that bitch from school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, tall, tall, scary, scary human.
1: Yes. Well, like Okay, seeing that behind-the-scenes footage thing, I was like, "She going at them still in these Mm -hmm. platforms." Yeah, I was just like,
0: "And like, if I was for her, she doesn't like." (laughs) Yes, for her, she's like, "Oh, this is fine. This is how I normally am." I would be intimidated, especially if I was Poopy Poison, who's what, probably five four five five. She's she's a tiny little person, Um, and Volcano was seven feet in those things. So yeah, I would be a little intimidated. But Supreme does ask Volcano if she thought this was going to be a prison, but she says no. She took rehearsals quite seriously. There are times to laugh and party and times to focus on what they were working on. They were not focused and she was worried about being the weakest link. And then we have Inti who pipes up and says that perhaps her taking it so seriously did a number on her and was the reason she went home. She could have loosened up and had fun. Poopy says that it was fun. She was serious. It was fun. She was serious because she went from being unnoticed to suddenly becoming a sergeant, which was great shade from Poopy Poison. It's kind of crazy because I also thought Drag Volcano would be there for a while, not just because of how great she is at drag, but because of the type of drag that she brought into the competition. Because it is nothing we Americans have seen before. And from what they were talking, canary island drag is beloved in spain
1: yeah i was for me i was like when i was when i saw especially their first their first look i was like this is giving me like high fashion mixed with like new york city underground mixed with yeah i was i, I was just a different mix of blends of styles that just worked together hence yeah. why i thought we we're gonna go really far
0: Yeah, she was was pretty far in my predictions. Um, But again, I'm sure she would have gotten red to filth for repeating the platforms every week and for giving you basically a leotard every week. But that's just who she is. That's what her drag is. It's not about the body. It's about the headpiece. It's about the insanely beautiful makeup, Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily what Drag Race is. So it'll be interesting to see if for a second season they bring another Canary Island Queen onto the show and how they adapt to the show just hopefully they have a little more of a personality let's hope i would hope i would hope (laughs) yeah because you know this cast was full of personality and that's i think what was so endearing about this first season is this was an excellent cast Mm
1: -hmm. oh no i totally agree i totally agree um i think for me in so many ways this cast i think they i think even though even for the folks who got eliminated early um they brought their personality into it um even yeah. if it was like out there or if it was like over there in a the little corner um i think they all brought out their personalities and i re- that's why i really like this cast
0: yeah me too next up it's the queen who decided to leave early in team. we see her now know how to spell we see how Um, she likes to make out with Sagittaria, how she struts the runway, and how she does not take criticism and quits like a pouty baby. The first and most important question, did she regret leaving Drag Race and not fighting harder? Inti's answer is no, as Inti believes it was the best they could do and while they don't want to be misunderstood, they appreciate being there, it was affecting them more than they could withstand. I respect that. Um, Inti was definitely someone who was cast because they are an extraordinary, interesting human, but they're 21 years old, and I don't think they were ready for this pressure.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, the I mean, me never have competed on Drag Race, but knowing folks who have competed on Drag Race, it is mentally taxing, like. Yeah. To be on the show and knowing that thousands of people, millions of people are going to be watching you. Mm -hmm. um, Your every move after production.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and again, we learned from her episode that they are transitioning. They're going through the process. And if you are mentally focusing on that, as well as a pressure cooker of a competition, you have to take care of number one and number one is yourself I respect it. I just wish she would have been on that stage to give a fight or to at least explain I'm not feeling okay with the critiques. I would like to bow out. Mm-hmm. It did give us a great moment with Dovima.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm happy that Inti was able to, like, you know, recognize they're like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. Um, but I really would have loved to see that lip sync.
0: <laughs> I know, because as everyone who's been listening to this podcast knows, Mocha Teresa is one of my favorite songs ever. Now it's so fun,
1: such a stupid dating. song,
0: but it's so good. Right,
1: and I was just like, they gave, ooh, they gave everything for that lip sync, I, and to see if being able to see them both perform against each other, I feel like I yeah. would have probably went down with one of the greatest lip syncs on.
0: Dragons. I agree. I agree. <laughs> We do see Supreme telling the queens that Inti has left and that Jovima will be performing lip sync alone. And of course, it is Mocatrice. In unseen footage, we see guest judge Carlos Oresas tell Jovima that she brought new dimensionality and vulgarity to his song, to which is like, redo the music video with me in it, please. I'll take it. I think they should do it.
1: <laughs> I think so too. I think so too.
0: <laughs> when, when you start drag, are you gonna be a Mocatrice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. Back to the reunion Dovima says that's when she should have been eliminated, and Inti should have eliminated her, which really would have changed the course of the rest of the season, I think. Um, because not saying Inti would have lasted that much longer. It just Dovima had such an important presence to what happens so often on the show. So would have been very interesting to see how. The rest of the season would have shaken out.
1: I think we would have had a whole new different
0: storyline. I think so too.
1: We would have been focusing on very different Queens.
0: Yep. Put on those reading glasses. The library is back open as all the Queens get a chance to read their sisters. I love when they do this and they did not hold back here. This was so much fun. Are you good at reading people?
1: Oh, I am not. Oh my gosh. I am uh-oh, not. Uh-oh.
0: Now you're not good because you don't like being mean or because you go too far.
1: I don't like being mean.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you'll learn. You'll develop it.
1: Soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. We're going to go through some of the reads and and decide if how they, they landed. First up, we have the Macarena on Dovima. This might surprise you, but I'd like to apologize. You hate when I talk to you in English, it's annoying to be spoken in a language you don't understand. But I don't get why you're not mad at everyone else. You barely speak Spanish. And I wanna say to the people at home, this is what happens when you don't take the educational system seriously. That was funny. Long way to get to you're dumb, but pretty funny. The mockery on poopy. And speaking of politics, on behalf of poopy, poopy, I demand decent public pensions for our elderly. That was good. That, that was, was funny. That was a, that was
1: good, was one. That was a good
0: one. Mm-hmm. Macarena's not done. She got one for Drag Volcano. Your drag is like a Fabergé egg. Very expensive and beautiful and useless. <laughs> funny. I was like, that's good. That's a good one. God, could you imagine if we had Macarena for that challenge? She would have won.
1: Oh, yeah. And She definitely would.
0: <laughs> she would have won. Killer Queen on the Macarena. Your art? So this is this Neruda poem is for you. I like your silence. It's like you're not there. That one went over my head. I'm not sure what the reference was, but she tried, she tried. Inti on Carmen. What do you use for your contouring? Cocoa powder. Carmen claps back and says that her surgeon does her contouring. Okay, funny, funny, funny. Yep. Inti on Killer Queen. Congrats, Killer Queen. You're the first queen with a dedicated video game, Viva Pinata. Okay, okay. And now it's time to see some reads that didn't make it into the actual reading challenge. Arancha on Dovima. Being a bitch, I know personally, uh, is no personality. Please buy one. Okay, that's fine. Poopy on Sagittarius. I think your family was wonderful in giving you this experience for your first communion. Backwards age joke, funny. Carmen on Sagittarius. She's beautiful, but her waist can only be compared to her IQ. And if she were a perfume, she'd obviously be imitation. That one I loved. That one was very smart. This wasn't a read, but to and Carmen, nothing to say to you. I'll blow you. <laughs>
1: wow. Sorry. Laughing the caught me.
0: I was like, wow, you're not holding back. <coughs> wow. It was good. It was good. But the library is closed for the season. Um, it's re- it's obviously a little harder to do a joke in Spanish um, for a mostly English-speaking audience, but I think the joke's pretty good.
1: Yes. And I think for some of them, I was just like, ooh. Some of them just didn't land as well as I thought they would. Yeah. Even in Spanish. And I was like, ooh, we got to try it again.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I I always love a reading challenge, and I really love that there are still moments of the regular Drag Race show that we are incorporating into our international seasons. It's time for the Orancha montage, and I kid you not, it was a series of clips of her screaming and laughing, and it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, What an insane human. But I want to hang out with her.
1: That energy that I feel like we have so a, I have funny. I feel
0: like yeah, I have she she is life. yeah, I, I feel like at the club she's the one who is going to keep you going until 4 a.m. when the club's closed, and then she's like, All right, who's going to the diner with me? And I'm like, Okay, fine, let's go, let's do it.
1: <laughs> that's the energy and that's the energy I love.
0: <laughs> yeah. Arancha is asked what her favorite memory of drag race was, and she says sharing the granny scene with killer because it was the most fun she had and laughed the most. We get to see their very, 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 gross tongue kiss one more time.
1: And <laughs> that's it's etched, me- it's etched in memory at this it point. Sure it's like, it sure is. It's ingrained. It,
0: well, m- m- there are other things ca- that can live rent free in my mind that has to pay some rent.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not letting that one stay for free, but. We then go back into the recording studio when we hear that voice we cannot get out of our heads as she draws out her name. She really was the comic relief of the season. We get clips of her in the soccer gear, on the treadmill, snatch game, and her weak-ass runways. It's okay to not be a runway queen. <laughs> Unfortunately, she was on a season with a lot of good runway queens.
1: Ex- yes, yes. I mean... From her, yes, her runway is not the strongest, but I feel like her personality and her humor, like I feel like if her runway like just matched it. I feel like it would, she would have gone further than she. I did. agree.
0: She she really was an incredible energy. You knew from day one she was not winning the show, but she was going to be a fan favorite, um, and she was going to be that um, energy that's going to make the room excitable. Um, we could have lost her earlier to Drag Volcano, but again, where would the season have gone if we kept Volcano over arancha I don't think it would have worked. I think we had to have her for the length we did.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I, I just can't get over the fact that they, you know, she's Hannah Montana basically.
0: Yeah, and and she owns it, and and it's just, it's really funny. Um, because when she's out of drag, um, very interesting human. <laughs> <laughs> you very know, interesting human.
1: That's the book like, world, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Supreme <laughs> hopes the next time she sees her, she has real ham and cheese for her. And girl, same. I love a good charcuterie board. <laughs> but yeah, Arancha was a good time gal. Um, I'm sure we'll see her in social media because she seems like she's one of the more active um energetic queens who love social media and miley cyrus book her do something with her next time you're in spain put her on stage with you that would be hilarious i would
1: love to see that i would pay to see that
0: yeah well there's nothing in spain quite like ham cheese and hugasio's voice we're back into that recording studio where hugasio sing talks their name into the microphone oh boy um I still cannot believe Hugasio did not leave that episode um, because that was scary. Um, I'm not a singer, but I know I could do better than that.
1: <laughs> um, I, oh. I, I want to also say the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Uh, not great, but Supreme does ask if she thought she was going home that day, and Hugasio says it was likely, especially when she was in front of the mic, but Carmen does come to her defense and says that it is now Part of an iconic moment. They all sing the chorus of the song except for Novima because she doesn't participate in group projects. <laughs> we do get a bit of a montage for Hugasio, and it really is just look after look after look. And that is, I think, what Hugasio is going to be remembered for. Um, what a pro.
1: Those, oh my, their looks, I think, are the ones that stunned me the most because they were just like, I was just shocked about the looks that the different kind of looks that they were like coming up with.
0: Yeah, I, I don't even know what kind of brain they have to conceptualize this so perfectly and effortlessly. Like even from that first um, design challenge, you have what a day to make something, and that's something that I would expect a designer to make in like two three weeks. Exactly. Hugasio is definitely going to be remembered for the runway, not for the the challenges. The challenges were the thing that set them back all season long. But if you want to see an incredible runway show, Hugasio, Crujente, and you know what? It was yet another different style of drag brought to Drag Race that we don't normally see. And I hope we get to see an artist like Hugasio on the main show. Will RuPaul like it? We'll find out. But Hugasio really has opened a lot of doors for us.
1: And that's something I've been, I was, I i know internally, right? Thinking about um, if we had a queen similar to that on our main show over here, would they get red for not being like, we can't see your face. We don't know what you right. look like. In <clears> the <throat> Meanwhile, I just, I was eating it up. I was just like, yeah, this is something I would like to see. Because it's something different.
0: Yeah, and and Hugasio was embraced for not only bringing artistry to the main stage, but I think there was maybe one, two weeks where Hugasio did, quote-unquote, female-presenting drag. Yep. And it was still okay. It was still seen as something important and unique. And, yeah, we had someone like Chelsea Boy who was offering that kind of thing in Drag Race Holland, but Chelsea Boy had to fall back into... The gender thing, because that's what those judges were looking for. Hugasio yeah. didn't matter because it was all about the the simplicity and yet complexity of their looks.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that um, so I, cool. I,
0: yeah, it, it's it's brilliant, and um, e- even just the I don't know if you've seen their uh, Instagram, just some of the the photo shoots they've done with their looks is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's still artistry, there's still humor. Like my favorite is the Mona Lisa with like the, the frame, and then you have the, the legs hanging out. It was so funny, it was so good. But yeah, Hugasio not gonna be remembered for a good challenge, but good for that runway.
1: Agreed, agreed.
0: Next up, it's time to ring a bell as the story we've been waiting for is about to be revealed, or will it? It's Dovima. We get a reminder from day one antics where we learned that Dovima and Sagittaria used to be roommates, but it did not end well. They had many fights. Supreme wanted a teaser. We didn't get one because Dovima was saving it for another episode. We didn't even get it during the Papa challenge. So Supreme asked Sagittaria first to define their relationship currently. Sagittarius says they had hard times before but the, sh- before the show, but since then, their relationship has grown stronger and she is proud of the friends she met years ago. Dovima is asked what transpired in Barcelona. Say it, girl! Dovima says they had loads of trouble, but what happens between them stays between them. Grown. 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 I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset i was too i was like you first off good for you for saving yourself for as long as you did you knew this was coming up during the reunion come together and decide what you can piece together to offer the audience but you are giving us blue balls here they
1: oh i was like they could have just talked it out before the reunion because we know we all knew that question was going to be asked right it'd be like You say this and then I'll say this. Let's make, let's like expand it even. We're good friends, but let's also like make a good story. Um, Right.
0: Or, or go the like, make it a like, make it a little scene, like pull a Valentina Farah and be like, um, I love you. You don't love me. Like, give me that kind of thing. And then be like, oh no, it's all fine. Give me something. I was so frustrated.
1: I was very frustrated. But I also think too, right? um, Maybe it is a sign that their friendship has like, like they've reestablished their friendship yeah uh and they, i don't think they're attempting to share anything that yeah happened.
0: i mean at this point we can only conjecture but let's be honest these are two little twinks um they pro- one of them probably bought a brought a boy home then the second the other one brought the same boy home they fought over the boy and the boy is nowhere to be seen now because he's not on national television that's probably what it was um or it happened multiple times um but gay drama who doesn't love it right yeah
1: I, I, you know i agree with you that's probably that's probably what's happened um and believe me you know, know. we've I mean, all had we're... our
0: fair share mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know i'm just happy that there are you know we're adults about it and yeah are working it out whatever way they are
0: exactly We see the lift sink between Dovima and Sagittaria once again and is asked why she didn't fight. She says she could not go on past this point and believes Sagittaria did better. And since she's her friend, the contest was over for her and didn't want to show anything that might have kept her. It was her moment. She was leaving. We respect it. We understand. Um, If anything, it gave us an iconic drag race moment.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say the same, right? That was the fact that she just stood there. Um, yeah, I was just like, she's she really is not gonna move. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: I think it was really fitting that this happened. Obviously, again, I, we can all conjecture and say the producers made this happen, sure, but it just fit this storyline to have these two who didn't have the great relationship to start, but ended where the one where we all thought was gonna be the bitch had a heart, and it was right. a really cool arc. Um, so Cool, I love, I love moments Like that, who would be The one person you would not want To be cast on a reality show with But would only talk about for Storyline Oh my gosh Yeah, I always, because I want to be on Big Brother So badly, I know, like, if I were To go through casting process, they would ask me that Kind of question, I would say who it is, and my Luck, I would be on the show with them
1: Oh, does has to be a does has to be a drag queen or no? Drag it can be, be anybody, anybody,
0: anybody. Oh, for any show, it could be Big Brother, Survivor, whatever show you want to be throwing yourself onto the Circle.
1: Oh, the Circle does uh, to do's, I mean, I'm not into drama, but I will do it for TV. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh, this is a hard one. Um okay so i'm obviously missing but i'm gonna do their character um from svu you know olivia benson i would just love mm-hmm. to <laughs> start some
0: drama <laughs> that be <with> fun
1: <laughs> i for me i so i'm a big SV, svu fan uh, so i was just like you know i want i want to do that <laughs> let's do that
0: mm-hmm. all right all right There we go It's time for the sourpuss montage of Dovima who did not participate in the bull riding but did not participate in comedy in the ways you expected her. She was not a comedian but she lived her best life on the runway even though I was not a big fan of some of her looks. Her fashion was not my aesthetic and that's okay. I'm not going to vibe with every queen but Dovima definitely is going to be someone we'll remember for the energy that they brought and not participating in those workroom entrances. They really coordinated them this year. They were pretty good. No, they, they were. They were. It was, it was cute. And I'm sure moving forward, we will see a little more coordination in other seasons doing it. Because, yeah, it works. It's fun. We are now going to enter a moment for them, um, Monada o Kagada. The cast is going to play a rousing round of basically yay or nay to a bunch of looks um but before they do that and why they didn't do it first they're gonna do an epic ellen oscar selfie because they need to showcase that fucking flip phone again it was like oh we didn't mention it yet here
1: it is they said i mean okay it was kind of cute that that phone does a little cute little timer if you wave your hand on it (laughs) yeah and again the position but i bet that took like seven takes
0: (laughs) absolutely um, and, the, and the photo that's my background is, is, pro- is the one that made it. Um, again, very cute. They had fun. It wasn't an Ellen selfie because Supreme wasn't holding it, but that's okay. Semantics. All right. So we're going to go through some of the looks that they discussed, which I was like, really? These are the ones you're going to highlight? Okay. We're going to start off with Sagittarius Catalan Crema. Um, they all said yay. I say yay because that was one of my favorite looks. It was sexy. Yeah. It was, oh, I could see you pulling that off.
1: Yes, let me uh, just get nice tall heels so I'm not that short and pull it
0: off. <laughs> there you go. The queen say yay because as Hugasio says, she looked cute and the concept was very deep and elegant. I don't know if it was deep and elegant, but it was very good looking. It was, it was, it was a nice look. Next, we have Poopy's trashy outfit at the Mythical Ball. Uh, full on nay. Um, no, no, no. Queen Carmen says it would have been fitting for the first episode rummage sale, as it looked like she'd been selling fruit at the market. Yeah, Poppy was not great in the runways. No, no, no.
1: But they was- brought that. They brought that humor to it, though. Um, Absolutely. Like, yeah, that runway look that they mm-mm, a
0: nay. I have but- ev- every. <laughs> week that i would do my toots and boots on my instagram story i would have some people being like she's still on the show what is happening i'm like you don't understand like her runway suck but she is an a plus drag race character
1: very she um even her confessional her confessionals were hilarious and i was like she she earned her spot to be as far as she went
0: absolutely next up was hugasio's roots look um we got a yay and nay out of this one um, they all say yay, except from Dovima and Inti, of course. Dovima says, it looks like a wilted flower. I mean, she's not wrong,
1: but it was still good. I thought <laughs> it was so good. I don't think, I think, they I think it deserved 100% yay. I For
0: agree. Me. I agree. Um, but again, when you are as they believe they are fashion queens, they're not going to love Fugasia's sense of style. So I understand that. Next up was Arancha's design challenge. And the answer was yay. Really?
1: It wasn't the eight for me.
0: No, no. I'm with the Macarena. Yeah, her answer was because she was sent home, but no.
1: It was. Mm. I didn't get it.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Same. Same. She,
0: she Again, she. She was lucky she was safe that episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah, agreed. I totally mm-hmm. agree.
0: Next up, we have Inti's entrance look. As Ancha says, it's a super yay. I agree. It was gorgeous. I loved and it. In that purse. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I loved it. Oh, and that wig. Oh my yeah. gosh. I was like, yeah. yes, this is this is what I need.
0: And it's just, I don't know how tall they are, but when they are in heels, they are basically the same height as Drag Volcano. And we know how high Volcano's heels are, so Inti must be a giant.
1: No, you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Must be a giant. Like, I would be scared. Next up, we have Carmen Sherlock Holmes makeover. Oh, perfection. It's so
1: good. It really was. It was. It was.
0: She made two outfits in one day. I, I just, oh, give her the crown already, please.
1: The talent, the talent.
0: It's, it's so good. Then we have Drag Volcano's entrance look. We get another yay. And I agree, it was not the best we've seen Volcano, but definitely very good. And Inti calls it unreal from head to show. If you can recall off the top of your head, what was your favorite look from the season? What should they have included? I loved
1: N.T.'s um, Vianno's look um, where they mm-hmm. just, I was like, I mean, because it gave you a reveal, like a real <laughs> reveal. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was an iconic like, look for the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, that whole challenge gave us some moments um, with uh, the Venano runway, like Carmen, the, the snake. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, we've seen Queen Jew's body before, but that was stunning.
1: Mm hmm. That I, they should have just done the whole thing of that run. Cause that for me, yeah. I think, you know, regardless of who got eliminated that episode, right? I think they all did justice in like honoring and tributing. Absolutely. And they, all brought, they all brought the fashion game
0: for that. Now, you watched um, Veneno? Yes, I have.
1: Did you know who they were prior to the series? I did not. I mean, well, prior prior to the HBO like yeah mini series that they did, um, I did not. I had no idea who that was and who they were. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But after watching that like that docu series, I was just like, yeah, I was. Yeah, I I haven't watched it yet. But like, I
0: I, just the tie in how the show was like, we're going to give you the two creators on your panel. Oh, yeah. Do a runway for banana, too. Smart. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very smart. What was interesting is now we're going to discuss the banana of it all. It's a look back at Basica o Sinica, the acting challenge, which was something that just the entire challenge went over my head because I was like, I don't know the source material, but oh, my God, like if this is Spanish to Grassi, it's fucked up. <laughs> oh, my God. As a reminder, this acting challenge gave us anal beads, a zombie deep throating a banana, and lesbians. What else do you need? Um, had you seen the original show before?
1: I have not. I have not. So you
0: were as lost as the rest of us?
1: Yes. I was just like, what is going on? What is this? Um, mm-hmm. I was like, is this what? <laughs> I, I had no words like, okay, I kid you not, I was watching it with my mom right next to me. My mom was like, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe not the episode to watch with parents.
1: <laughs> yes, we're, um, they're going to have to put a warning on that. On
0: exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they all, all the girls on stage do an open mouth impression of Carmen. Um, because again, I maybe it's some reference from the show, but deep throating a banana is not what I find comical necessarily.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: same same. and and what what, was that just like a cup like what did she put in her mouth iconic iconic
1: the things
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) carmen says she was afraid of finding her comedy side but it was her first acting role and you know what that was her first acting role good job good job poopy said she enjoyed being bad and slutty and doing um the laugh cough it was surreal and she felt comfortable doing it Speaking of, it's time for the In Memoriam. I mean, the video montage of Poopy Poison. She's not dead. Not yet. We see that awful makeup challenge, her hilarious puppet impression of Dovima, her dancing ability, and of course Karina in Snatch Game. But nothing will beat her terrible runways or the split during her final lip sync because no one expected her to do that. Smart. Smart lady. I I was like, oof. Yeah. I really think Poopy, when it comes to characters of the season, is number one. She was exceptional. Um, We knew, again, she wasn't going to necessarily win, but she clearly has a reputation in Spain. She is beloved, and she is a good person.
1: Mm -hmm. What I loved about her this season, like no matter what character she was playing, it didn't feel like
0: one note. No, not at all.
1: It was dirty humor, but it never felt like one note.
0: Yeah. No, she's so good. And Supreme says that they laughed with her from second one, but they didn't quite know her until Pepe Passion came. And then we flash back to the makeover challenge where Poopy reveals her coming out in Drag Story. It's just not something she talks about, and it was an endearing moment to see the vulnerable side of the comedy queen. Poopy said that Pepe was a big was big but he was also a drag daughter and, and felt instead of doing something quick she wanted to take care of him and make him feel comfortable and they did have a really good connection even though whatever she put on both of them was complete garbage mm-hmm. um terrible but yeah she again another person that i would love to just like hang out with and grab a drink and and just shoot the shit with she's really a cool person
1: yeah, I feel like just hanging out with her, you just get the good time, good vibe, just laughs and nothing else.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, when it when it comes to confessional, she really was the narrator of the season. Totally agreed. All the queens chant poopy. What a name. What a name. <laughs> Carmen is introduced as a beauty with good taste and astonished them quite a few times. If she did something bad, they never noticed. Supreme asks what she was artfully hiding. And she says that she knew her strength would be the catwalk. So she supported her weaknesses with a good catwalk, but she was worried about the comedy challenges. She considers herself funny, but you need more than that. Carmen was definitely someone who, I wouldn't say in the same vein as unintentionally funny, like Alyssa, but she was someone you didn't think was going to be funny, but she had the humor behind her.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I felt that. That entire this entire season with her. Um, I also, you know, my first impressions of them was like, oh, she could be the villain of the season.
0: Absolutely. That was my thought.
1: And I did not get that. I did not get that.
0: Um, because like after the first second episode, you're like, okay, she's very good at what she does, but she's kind of a bitch and she's doing the the um the ugly busters thing. Like maybe she's gonna be our villain. But then she started to open up and you're like, no, no, no. This is a winner's edit. This is someone who you're going to come around to and you're going to see that she's got this vulnerable side that comes out naturally. Mm -hmm. She really is. If she does win, she's going to be, in my eyes, possibly like a top five winner. She is so well-rounded.
1: She is. And like, even when, you know, she said... She used her catwalks to cover her weaknesses. I think her comedy was on point. Like I, yeah. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't even think, it, and I know she felt that that was a weakness for her. Yeah, but I don't think it was.
0: Yeah, and I, I will give one more compliment to Carmen Ferrala. She's probably the only queen who I will allow to wear those color contacts because she can pull them off very well. Yes, Coco stop. Um, stop. <laughs> please mayhem miller stop no more but we get a montage of carmen looking good still being funny at the same time from making her outfit to the ugly busters to the shade throwing across the table to being cocoa powdered as a puppet her highlights as a supermodel on the runway she is like no other hugasio pays her a compliment and says that carmen dazzles and inspires each time she appears and if she thought she worked hard carmen works harder she really is the fucking best, and that is kind of cool to hear from Hugasio, who we didn't really get to see a relationship between the two of them, but you could see art respects art,
1: mm-hmm. which I like. I greatly appreciated that, like her giving her Carmen that compliment. Um, yeah, because it was like, yeah, because on the show we didn't see we didn't see mm. Carmen and her. Um, having these conversations and like hyping each other up in those ways and seeing that on the reunion. I was like, yeah,
0: we love. Yeah. I mean, we really, most of the dynamic we saw Carmen was with Dovima Sagittaria or with Poopy to show the drastic difference of both of their drag. Again, both are valid and both are good at what they do, but they live in different drag worlds and yet we're able to come together. And that's, such a cool moment because sometimes on drag race we don't get to see that and you get to see someone like a carmen put down someone like poopy and that's not enjoyable this was really really well done because they really cared about each other yep
1: again i thought this isn't an amazing cast for this season
0: yeah it's time to say hi to Sagittarius again and her montage features her being a little bit dumb, um, having fun at every turn and imitating Carmen Farala. And then, of course, her runway looks she killed week after week. Sagittarius' question is so much for is for uh why did she put so much on her Titan and so little for her? She says she wanted to give him two kinds of drag, more classical with more clothes on, so he could feel comfortable, and she used the leftovers to make her fishbone dress, which is going to be memorable. She used scraps, but not much from Sagittarius in this reunion we didn't she, she was kind of left in the corner
1: very quiet uh-huh um yeah no it, it was it's it was a very like yeah you're on the top you're on the top Um. yeah but we have not much to say about
0: you yeah and it's interesting because i mean going into the season she was my winner pick i was like She's got a bit of a following. She's got the drag race relatability because obviously her name is inspired by Aquaria and people are going to relate one to two. And she was excellent in the runways. She was okay in the challenges. If you put her in a season that's not including Carmen Ferala, she probably would win. But it's no match, but... I enjoyed her. I think she's a really cool person and I'm very excited to see what the world will bring to her because she is such an incredible drag artist.
1: Yeah, I, I like, for me, loved every, I for me, I was living for their looks for this season yeah. on the runway. I thought they were strong. Again, uh, reminded me a lot of Aquaria. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's a compliment. Like, I love Aquaria um, yeah. and the fashion style that they bring. Um, I think for this season of Drag Race, a yeah, Carmen wasn't there. Clear winner, like 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Finally, to round out the cast is Killer Queen. Supreme asks her why she found it hard to find the bitch inside. And Killer says sometimes she finds it hard to tell people things that might upset them, but apparently she's been a bitch a few times. I feel like that's going to be you when you get into drag. Like you're going to be sweet, but you're going to have a bitchy side that just comes out when you least expect it.
1: Yeah. I definitely, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you're not the, and you're not the first person to tell me that. So, <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong. Apparently, when you have makeup on, you're allowed to be a bitch. But we watched her montage of her rapping during the song, trying to be nice, and then ripping Carmen's head off during the puppet challenge, the tick during her snatch game, and reading and locking to filth. Um, oh, and that love affair she had with a stuffed animal. Choices... I really, really got a fondness to Killer Queen. Um, she is someone who was always consistent, and I appreciate that. She was definitely a dark horse. She was someone you didn't think had it. She could have gone at any time because story wise, it wasn't about her. But she was always a constant, positive presence.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I just okay from what I loved about them um, for this season was I think for me, when I saw them on that lip sync, that prior episode, I was like, go in, go in, you got this. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to see you in your looks and everything. Every single. Yeah,
0: (laughs) absolutely. Um, Yeah. Killer Queen, unfortunately, again, in this top three gets lost in the shuffle a bit, but she really a real strong artist and yeah, some of the looks were a little more is more and could definitely edit down. But again, another person who brought really strong concepts. For me, I thought she got really robbed when they were destroying her um, Dolly look. I was like, this is exactly what a concept should be. This was excellent. Um, stupid analoging. But um I think she really has a really cool perspective. And once she started to lighten up her face, a stunning, beautiful drag artist.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. I agree.
0: I'm excited to see what Killer Queen does because we do need positivity in the community. It needs to happen. You can be a bitch. You can be funny. You can read the house down, but you have to be a good person inside. And I think Killer Queen is that person.
1: I, again, 100% agree with you. And I'm really excited to what she's going to bring into the drag world, like post-drag race.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, we are going to move into a montage of the jury and the special guests, like um, our handsome model, John, um, who is unable to zipper his jacket. Um, The outlandish Paca La Piranha, who, without a filter, asks how fat Carmen's ass will get if a wasp (laughs) bit her. (laughs) um doing the naomi smalls backbend good for you because that would literally break my back um anna learning that tucking is a thing and to remind everyone she asked this question on the seventh episode of the season (laughs) she's been sitting here with a drag queen next to her Ask and seven episodes in ask what tucking is Girl, how did you get this gig? Um, and then Kavo falling out of his chair and breaking underneath him. Very funny. Very, very, very funny. Were you aware of any of the guest judges throughout the season?
1: Uh, I was not. Um, well, Paca, that, a little bit. Yeah, just Paca. Of but, um, and of course, sandy Peru. Yes. Probably the only two yes yeah probably the only two um other than that everyone else was just new to me which was great for me because i was just absolutely i love this like i'm watching this and like i am learning i am also just Mm -hmm. intaking new things
0: yeah and that again that's what i really appreciate about this season is for us these are strangers, but for them, these are like heavy hitters of Spain. These are like actual pop culture icons. Mm-hmm. Like they got the heavy hitters round one. But Supreme does ask which special guests impacted them the most. She says, "No one, say John, because he is hers." Um, a few queens raise their hand for Carlos. Um, the Macarena says, um, "John left a bad aftertaste." Um, then makes a blowjob joke because vulgarity in Spain apparently is allowed. Um, Poopy says Susie Caramello because she has seen her on the streets a few times and loves her. Carmen says Paco was endearing, even if she got her name wrong. Sagittarius loves Envy Peru there. Killer loved Bad Gyal. Um, Poopy says Bad Gyal wanted to be them, as she is quite a drag. Um, and Supreme says that Alaska was definitely someone who had to be on the first season. And a reminder, friends, this is not Alaska Thunderfuck 5000, but the other Alaska. I will never forget when they introduced Alaska and they put her as the other Alaska in the um confessional because we needed the reminder.
1: Yeah, again, I, yeah, I, 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 I oh no, for me, it was like the, the the judges. I think the special guest judges that they had that they brought in was spot on, especially for this first season. They were like, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna introduce y'all with some powerhouses of like the people you yeah. need to know.
0: Now We have had some highs and lows when it comes to the judging panel on some of the international seasons. Holland, pretty good. Um, I really, really, really wish they had put Nikki Tutorials as a main judge because she's fucking brilliant. Um, I love Reese Nicholson more than Life itself. I think he is the best um, supporting judge the series has had on Down Under alan carr graham norton icons legends brilliant then we obviously have canada which had some issues and now we're gonna a complete shakeup um with three new people coming to join brooklyn heights how did you feel about anna and the hobbies this season
1: i oh I, I for me they gave me the comedy i needed for, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <clears throat> the comedy and the seriousness i think for me to be honest um And I think from compared to like other international drag, like um, drag race shows and just drag race US, basically, um, they found that balance of yes, I can critique you, but also say it in a loving way because I want to see you prosper.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Where you don't get that in many of the other international drag race seasons.
0: I I agree. And Sure, Anna could do a little more research on what drag is. Um, that would be helpful for the next time you you do this. But I don't think we've ever seen a panel genuinely love each other as much as this. four.
1: they were, they were. Oh my gosh, they were. When even like seeing them, they were just having a
0: blast. Yeah, I mean, my theory that the is and Supreme had a threesome probably is true. I wouldn't put it past them. I'm sure they've done it, but they really cared about each other and they were able to rip off of each other easily and bring different perspectives and still show support. And that is so important in a show like this. We don't want, I mean, yes, Jeffrey had his issues. He was edited in a way that made him the villain judge. I think we're done with that phase of the judges panel, but you can be funny and still get your quip out there while being constructive. And that's what this panel did.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly. That's what they did. Um, again, just want to reiterate That they gave those critiques in, in a way where it's like, I want you to improve, but also I still love yeah. you. Cause I still love the art of drag.
0: Exactly. If you have a respect for the art form, you can be an excellent judge. Mm-hmm. And I say that cause I'm a judge of some competitions, but. I need to say it to make more people believe it. But yeah, I think this was really cool. And you know what? Supreme is an excellent host. Yeah, we've seen you know some sniffles from RuPaul before, but Supreme cares about every individual on that stage in a way RuPaul doesn't. If you went to RuPaul and said, do you remember who the winner of season five was? She, it would take her a minute to realize it was Jinx Monsoon because she probably would tell you it was Alaska because she mm-hmm. can't remember anything. Supreme, she could tell you every single fact about all 10 of these contestants. And that is me- what makes her so cool. Like, th- again, this picture behind me, she probably went out to the after party at the bars and hung out with them. Yep. That's cool. I love it. So and I it probably really knows appreciate
1: all of And probably knows each and of their names.
0: The only issue that I did have is I do know that there was a there is a very, very close relationship between Supreme and Poopy. They've had, they kind of came up at the same time and have a career together. So obviously there were some maybe judging decisions that um, viewers didn't agree with. That definitely did play a part because there is a respect for Poopy because she should have been in the bottom that first week. But it doesn't matter because we got excellent television at the end. We get a final rundown of the prizes for the winner. They will receive a year's worth of free Crash Cosmetic products, a crown and scepter, appear on the cover of a famous magazine courtesy of Samsung, and 30 million euros, which is about like $30,000, I believe. Not too bad, not too bad. At least it's not a dress that MVP will wear once for a photo shoot and never wear again.
1: (laughs) Or... We're flying out. <laughs> We're flying you out. Or no, actually, to
0: Hollywood.
1: The... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flying you out to Hollywood with a um sample of pins. <laughs>
0: yep, yep, yep. Did I buy two of those Rue Peter badges? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It's okay. The J- Queens are gagged to learn that there will be a miscongeniality because I really do not think they thought that was going to happen. But the voice of the jury reveals the winner is. Poopy poison. Was it a vote? Was it the judges? I don't think we're ever gonna know because if they didn't know who that there was gonna be a miscongeniality, I don't think they voted for it. So it must have been the judges who gave it to poopy. But I kind of agree.
1: I agree. I I mean, when they announced it on the, you know, because everyone was shocked, with miscongeniality. My head went mm-hmm. through, it has to be poopy. It has to be. Um
0: the other one I could have seen was Arancha, um, because she was so sweet and kind and funny. But no, you're you're, you're absolutely right. Poopy is congenial and still funny.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: She like I would love. I don't know how it could happen, but I would love to see a stand up show with Poopy and Bianca Del Rio.
1: Oh, that would be so. Oh
0: my. It would be so good.
1: No, that that's flashy. the
0: comment. Yeah, that's it. That's the show I want. Well, to one to make it happen. But as Miss Congeniality, Poopy will receive a sash, $3,000 basically, and a Drag Race Espana sewing box, which I'm like, can I buy one of those? I don't sew, but I want that. That was cute. I mean, I, she really needs to learn how to sew. So good for her getting one of those.
1: You know, the judges were like, mm, she might need this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and she will join supreme at the crowning which now i have another question for you was this this must have been filmed recently which means is the crowning filmed after or did they film this in the same time span of the rest of the episodes
1: that's what i'm trying to figure out and also Mm -hmm. like Obviously, or was this an COVID. acting
0: challenge for Poopy where she was there and they're just trying to make us throw us off yeah. the scent? I don't know. I'm not right. I'm not I'm not sure.
1: But then also I'm thinking about like it's COVID. So like right, is it like honestly, I'm curious about what this crowning's gonna look like. Is it gonna be like our traditional like we're just gonna crown you right here in front of just judges? Uh-huh. Or will there be yeah. a little tiny audience?
0: Yeah. I'm very curious. I'm excited because they have not shown us any previews either, which makes me feel like it was a live reunion or a live uh, finale. I don't know.
1: I'd be excited for it.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're going to now do what we all love to do, and we are going to do some looking at the looks of the reunion. I don't want to toot and boot. We're going to play a little game. In honor of the reunion, we are going to play Reunite Me or Ghost Me. So right. we're going to play it. We're going to dive right in. And we'll go in alphabetical order so no one feels um, like they have to go first. So we will start off with Arancha Castilla Castillo Mancha. Look by Arancha. Hat by Hugasio Crujente. It's mod. It's cute. I love the colors and how fun it is. Arancha is not a fashion queen. This look could have been much better with how the dress is cut and the stripes, because this could have been purchased at HL.
1: <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a sucker for pastels. <laughs> yeah. But uh this top. Mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: No, it's it's not 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 the T. Um, but I do like after looking at it for a while, I remember like the the um preseason promos and like photos and everything. And I'm now thinking about it. Like, was this like part is is that what she's paying homage to? Because also, if you remember those photos, there were a lot of bananas in it, and I didn't understand why. Now I think I know about the banana part because of that challenge. Um, but yeah, this was not great. I love you, Arancha, but uh ghost me.
1: Same ghost. <laughs>
0: The audience was 56% reunite me, 44% ghost me. So finally a positive for Arantxa because that did not happen a lot this season. Next up is Carmen Ferala. Um, This looks like she just walked in from working the streets. The hair is, you know, sexiness. Um, I think the fabric might actually be terry cloth at, uh, when they zoomed in at one point, but she looks fabulous, but... She's done way better, and in the scope of her entire package on the show, this will be the bottom of the barrel. But she still looks good. And I hate that about her.
1: I, I love she. Mm, she was giving me um, yes, just <laughs> just left work at the streets, but my hair is so good. Um, mm-hmm. But also give me like rich woman. I just left this banquet with yeah. my ninety hair <laughs> blowing in the air.
0: Yeah, she. <sighs> She's so sexy, so beautiful and 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 so womanly. He like doesn't even need to do a chest contour, I'm okay with this.
1: Yeah, I was like, yeah, no ch- there's no chest contour in this look and I'm still I'm still living for it. This is still giving yep. me like She's not she a stone sex.
0: in sight, not a jewel in sight, reunite me. It's great.
1: Yep. Reunite. She I mean, ooh, she is serving sex on that.
0: Yep. Audience, 80% reunite me, 20% ghost me. Next up, Dovima Normie, uh, no designers listed. Um, I do not get why she killed a fluffy dog to wrap around her waist. What is she covering up? I hate that the straps are visible below the fur. And for me, that hair is so ugly. Why are we doing rooted blonde? Did, can we just boot that? Like, what? no boot rooted blonde. It's not a look. It's not good. I'm How do you pretty- feel?
1: I personally love the look.
0: All right, that's I, fair. Like I said, I, no, we love, don't have to agree.
1: I, I, I mean, yes, the wig was a choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, I, I, I'm living for this look. I, for me personally, if the heel was different, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine like something that would pop out more to go with the look. But I'm living for it.
0: Okay, so you're gonna reunite me.
1: I'm going to go reun- Reunite Me.
0: <laughs> I will go Ghost Me. And you know what? The audience agrees with you. 70% Reunite oh. Me. 30% Ghost Me. Next up is Drag Volcano. No designers listed. It's all about the pizzazz with that wig. It is stone and glorious. The pink pairs well with the silver. I wish the garment had a little more fun to it, but this will is, do. This is Canary Island Drag, and she is going to remind you that is where she's from. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and I loved it. I love that she she brought those shoes, the shoes that they we were wearing.
0: <laughs> could the you yellow. walk in
1: those? Oh, I could not. I could I would fall face first to the floor.
0: Yeah, you that probably takes a lot of training.
1: Yeah, I mean, I struggle with boots that have like a five-inch you know, and your boots.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She she knows how to work those things. But again, like. The, the 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 wig i i don't know if it's plastic or polyfoam or what it is it's just designed expertly and the way she painted her face here it is stunning
1: she was like we're gonna have this fall right like yeah the this pattern is gonna fall right over here to the side of the yeah place. i loved it i loved, loved it um um I, I would go with reunite me mm-hmm. hardcore um even though I do wish like the bottom part of the dress was different. Um, I
0: agree. But that's the only thing. That's my only little thing about it. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, Cause I, I, at this point I do realize that is that is drag Vulcano's aesthetic. That's what she does. She's not going to give you the besaz on the garment. It's all about the neck up. Um, but yeah, I will reunite me too. And if anyone has ha- has a huge transformation from out of drag to drag, that's not the person I expected under the the, the makeup. Mm -hmm. I thought that person worked on the crew. (laughs) That's how I felt about Mama Queen also. I was like, are you like a lighting person on the show? What's going on here? But audience was 60% reunite me, 40% ghost me. Next, we have Hugasio Crujente. Look by Burt Cotto, gloves by The Chaos, wig by Caligari Wigs. Like usual, the simplest of looks makes Hugasio look Stunning. The primary colors are a strong choice for color blocking. Her beat is exquisite and fun. I love the colors in the eyes. And being nitpicky. I wish the red tights matched the color of the red turtleneck as the blue matched with the jumpsuit. But that's me being nitpicky. She can style herself so well. I mm-hmm. uh, oh, I'm gonna miss this.
1: This is color blocking done right though. Like, yeah. Like they know their they know their primary colors <laughs> yeah uh-huh. um for me i love i loved it it's very it's very that yeah. very that i this i fully agree them. but that makeup um, that, that makeup was it's
0: it's i don't how do you teach yourself that's what you do because they have a very very specific face out of drag um and even when they try to do more of a beautiful face, a more feminine presenting face, not very pretty, but to know that you can create a, a work of art on your face, mm-hmm. the, the shapes are just perfect. Yugosio, I would love, I would watch that uh, makeup tutorial.
1: Yes. I mean, I like, I'm looking at the attention to detail right here on the face where mm-hmm. she painted her baby hair coming right out on one yeah. side. And then like that little zag on the other, I'm just like, I, yeah. I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, so good. I will absolutely reunite me. Reunite me. Audience, 88% reunite me, 12% ghost me. Next up, we have Inti. Wig by Aya, bodysuit by David Pazo Amo. Inti is a piece of her own. Um, we're doing the Incan look but the, on the chest, and I think that's awesome, but the rest, black vinyl bodysuit, felt like an afterthought sadly but i do love the blue gray hair is a great color um i just want more out of this diva they got it they can do it let's find you the right stylist to help you
1: yes i okay so yes love the piece in the front i think that's my favorite part i they feel for me they it looks like they're they're being swallowed by it because of the like Mm -hmm. the black undergarment that yeah i think would be a power, even like if you just showed more neck and chest. Absolutely. I'd be dying for this look.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I Again, I love that Inti brings their culture into everything they do. Because you know what? You got to know who you are and that's their heritage. And I really appreciate that. It's now coming down to styling and they're young. They're very young and they are set in their own set of ways. With time, I think Inti will be a superstar. But for this this look, ghost me.
1: Ghost me. Same. Ghost me.
0: Audience, 59% reunite me. 41% ghost me. Next up, we got Killer Queen. Look by Killer Queen. Hair by Eri She said, clock my looks, but I'm in the finals, baby. I think this is absolutely gorgeous. The mint is a beautiful color. Love the fascinator and how it kind of looks like a Ouija board like um, piece. The robe is stylish but you know what the beating on her mug i live for it like just the stones they just fall right onto her face and they're so well placed
1: this by far is my second favorite look from them yeah like like top two this is like top two favorite looks from them um like watching a reunion i was like is that, is that killer queen <laughs>
0: Yeah, when I first looked at the photos, I was trying to figure out who was missing. I was like, where's Killer? And then it's like, oh, she brought the fashion. We got it.
1: And like, oh, I like that head side piece that they have, that feather coming yeah. out. I was like, her face is beat. And she's also giving me some gaga vibes with that yeah. look. I'm just like, I'm living for this.
0: This was excellent. Reunite me. Reunite me. Audience, 83% reunite me, 17% ghost me. Boopy, uh, look by Skyrimus. So you are probably too young for this reference, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. As a kid, I watched this video called We Sing in Sillyville. It's about a character named Silly Wim who was trying to unite all the people of Sillyville who weren't talking to each other because they all were different colors. Um, this is literally racism 101 for kids. Great, great, great thing. You can find it on um, YouTube. It's there. I'll send it to you. It, watch it while you're stoned. It's much better. Anyway, at the end of the movie, her black and white costume gets all the color back. And this is what it looks like exactly like this. It's the best thing she's ever worn. It's still crap, mostly for how flat that stupid shaking go wig is. Why? That,
1: yeah. I think Poopy has been doing this for so long that she. I think she like this is my brand. This is art. This feels like this is my brand, just because all the drag race told me I'm going to step it up that way. Even though, like, yeah, mm -hmm. I have, I have, yeah, it's hard to like, (laughs) it's hard to like this
0: look. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the makeover challenge from season eleven with Nina West, where you have like, yeah, the color blocking and it's good but also trash and like camp is hard fashion is all about taste she has none Hoopy has no taste you can learn it at an older age i'm sure um her and nina probably around the same age but yeah this it needed some work i i I think maybe with a cleaner paint better wig it could have been a moment but she's set in her ways (laughs) yes
1: um no agreed It, it gives me when i looked at it i was like oh this gives me like um and i i love me some nina west um but it gives yeah. me the it was giving me the same um from season 11 that's what i was feeling um i do not think poopy i think nina pulled it off way better um absolutely um but i think it's just too many it's too many colors cut in random <laughs> ways That it's just not appealing. It's not appealing to my eyes, right? Like,
0: yeah, I don't don't love it. I agree.
1: And but I also think Poopy feels so good and so confident in this look. She does. I love, which I love.
0: Well, I hope with the three thousand dollars she just won, she buys a good wig, (laughs) (laughs) which
1: a little bit more volume, a little bit more volume. Yeah,
0: a little, a little more. Love you, girl, but ghost me. Not gonna work. Ghost me. Audience, thirty percent reunite me, seventy percent ghost me. Next, we have Sagittaria. Look by Javier Navas Catalan. Hair by wigs by Golgi. If Sagittaria waited like two, three years, she would be the winner because again, next she's um, Carmen doesn't have a chance. But this green is stunning. The cut of the dress is breathtaking. The black gloves help elevate it. I think her wearing big blonde drag hair is exceptional on her. I did have someone message me and be like, Aquaria war, something like that. I was like, okay, calm yourself, calm yourself. And also said, if you really look at it, it's wrinkled. I was like, okay, we're getting nitpicky, but Sagittarius looks in- sensational. And I know there are a lot of queens with tattoos. She showcases it so beautifully because they're there and they don't overpower the look, but they're she makes it a part of it. And that's what I love about Sagittarius.
1: Mm-hmm. It blends right in. Like, yeah. It, like If you didn't know that were their real tattoos, you thought they like put little little stickers yeah. on there to make it yeah. like and it flows. Gorgeous. And makeup is on point, outfit is on point. Um and
0: yeah. the legs, the legs are good. She, they, the leg, she
1: got them out. <laughs> strong and powerful. Strong and powerful. Yeah. Um and then I'm again right. I'm really loving. Okay. What I really love is the jewelry is so simple that it elevates yeah. the look even more.
0: Mm-hmm. This, oh, it's it's just so beautiful. And again, this color, um, green is a, can be a hard color, but this is just so perfect. It gives the right sheen. I will reunite me. This is beautiful. Reunite me. Audience, this is our top one of the week. 91% reunite me, 9% ghost me. And finally, she was the first one out, but we're going to talk about her last. It's the Macarena. No designers listed. Now, listen, I love the opera, Carmen. This is like so Bolero vibes. Like this is like she's going go, um, to go the, to the the running of the bulls. What I cannot accept is that terrible hair. Like put a comb through it, girl. You would think for the first out she would up her look for this reunion, but that hair is trash.
1: Need a little bit more volume and just yeah a, yeah I mean I also don't think the wig is like meant for her facial structure uh, oh well, the way she beat her face right so there is that and then I'm, I'm also when looking at the outfit I just just a little bit more cinched in and I would have been like yeah I can overlook the wig I think I could overlook yeah. the wig if it was sent in just a tiny bit.
0: Yeah. She, she was giving me that tea of coffee, um, uh, uh, Spanish dancer look.
1: Yes. Very much so.
0: Yeah. Um, she was like, you know what? On the first out, I, don't have, I didn't make a lot of money. So here's what you're getting. Pull it out of the closet. Sadly, I will have to ghost me for it because everyone else looks so much better.
1: I I, I actually, I, I like, I would say reunite me only. Okay. So this is the reason why. Um, and I'm looking at, like, her attention to detail with the flares at the bottom. Sure. And mm-hmm. the rose in between her her wig and then yeah. uh, her sleeves. And for me, I'm just living for that. She was like, I'm just going to make this. You're, you're going to see this. You're going to see this pattern yeah. all around
0: me. That's fair. Uh, audience was with you. 61% reunite me, 39% ghost me. So they, they enjoyed it. Um. So if you could take any of these looks and wear it for your drag debut, which one is it going to be? Mm.
1: Okay, drag debut performing or drag debut as I'm going to give you a look and just stand
0: there. You're going to, okay, we'll, we'll make it a drag <laughs> debut, your first photo on your new drag Instagram account.
1: Sagittaria. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would. Good that's call, a look. good call. That's the look I would I would go with.
0: Yep, it's beautiful. Start learning how to sew.
1: Um, Got it. That's a sewing machine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's fair. Well, I love to wrap up a podcast with some burning questions. Are you ready for some burning questions? Go for it. Now, as we know, there is a rumored international season of um, Drag Race All-Stars potentially coming at the end of 2021. It's not confirmed. Can't deny it. We don't know. If there was a, let's say, an international all stars two, who from this cast do you think would be on it?
1: NT, I can see okay. NT being on it. All right, interesting. I think, I think for me, I, I can see them on it once, yeah. and I think by the if that you know by the time international like if it happens and if we get a season two i think they'll be polished enough and confident enough
0: (laughs) okay i would give my vote first to poopy because i think poopy is one of those queens who is going to give you good television and if ever there's someone who needs an arc of i'm gonna do better than i did my first season it's poopy poison because that runway needs to um be elevated and with time, maybe some designers will help her out and be like, I want you to be better represented. Here's a wig. Um, so maybe Poopy, but I think Sagittaria is like, you know how they have like the Vos work the world tours. Sagittaria is going to be the one that gets that call and tours with all the girls because she's got that drag race vibe and she translates so easily to the drag race world. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I would want to see almost any of these queens again. Maybe the only one I'm be like, I can take a pass is Drag Volcano. Everyone else, bring me, bring them back. They have something to offer.
1: Yeah, and I feel like if they were on like an international All Stars, they'd be killing the game with these looks.
0: Absolutely, and that is why people need to watch Drag Race España because the season is giving us some of the best runways we've ever seen. But. We'll have a break sometime. People can binge it, I'm sure. I, I would say maybe we'll have another lockdown, but I do not wish that upon anybody. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Could you imagine? Could you imagine if 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 New York City went into another lockdown? I think the gays would revolt.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, at the point of like how everything, I'm going to put quotes on this, uh, has returned to normal. Right. Uh, no, because we still got COVID out here. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah i think the gays would be like no nah, i guess we're nah. going to florida
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> or our pv right oops. <laughs> oops after this is our eighth episode after eight episodes the winner of drag race españa is for
1: me carmen Ferela.
0: i agree um Going into the season, I didn't think she had a chance. That first um, promo look, I was like, okay, she doesn't seem to fit in with the rest of the queens. But I think Carmen For All defines what this season is all about, not only as a person but as a drag artist. She has brought her A game. I I can't I I love Killer Queen. I love Sagittaria. They are. St- five steps below what Carmen brought this season. And I think Carmen is going to be an excellent, excellent winner. And I can't wait to see what her and Envy Peru do together.
1: Oh, I, Oh, it's going to be so powerful, powerful. Yeah. That's what's going to be. Um, honestly, like I said, like earlier, like Carmen really, like I found, I just fell in love with her. Like you got to know who she was.
0: Um, Absolutely.
1: Um, and again, I think, yeah, I, for me, I want her to take that crown so, so bad.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and I love being proven wrong. I remember in the preview podcast being like, I'm not going to like her. She's not my cup of tea. She's brilliant. She is absolutely brilliant. Um, And I'm going to be sad when this season's over. I mean, it's not like I won't have more drag race to watch, but <laughs> I, I really, really became attached to drag race España. And I, congratulate world of wonder and all the producers for putting out such a good product.
1: Yes. And like, it didn't feel, I mean, compared to down under, it didn't feel rushed. Right. Nope. Like didn't down feel under
0: rushed.
1: yeah. Yeah. Forced or rushed. Right. And here, it just felt so authentic. And I hope absolutely. You as us, I obviously is going forward. Obviously, for other seasons of U.S. Drag Race, right? Yeah. um That they take note of, like, this is how you should put your show together.
0: Um, Absolutely, and and I hope that um, Drag Race Italia was taking note, and they will fall closer to season one of Espana than they do season one of Holland. Um, but yeah, Drag Race Italia, it's coming. We're gonna have them too. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo if people want to help support your sewing machine cause
1: or oh, starting my drag career? Yeah, um, there you go.
0: Uh, so on Instagram,
1: you can find me on at rootless youth, um, rootless underscore youth, um, and then on Venmo, you can find me at Jeremy Torres five. Um, oh. And you can also catch me on Twitter uh, for people who use Twitter um, at uh, e Jeremy Torres.
0: Nice. And TikTok, TikTok, we still going to do TikTok.
1: <laughs> We're getting into TikTok, so we can't we can't we can't promo <laughs> out follow, follow Jeremy
0: yet. on social media first and then go to TikTok once it's there <laughs> once, and ready to go.
1: Polished. Once we get it polished.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, it was so great having you on the podcast. Welcome to the Block Talk family.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh, gosh. It's been, oh, I love this conversation that we had today. And thank you so much for inviting me.
0: The biggest thanks to Jeremy for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.